everyone. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned in to Trish Chat, a series that promotes meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real-life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. Make sure to tune in every Monday to hear our latest episodes. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Trish Chat. My name is Steph, and I'm here with Jess. What's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about happiness. This is a topic that Jess and I have had. Um, we've talked about this for a, a long time, but it feels like we've had more conversations about this with each other and other people have brought up this topic um, with us as well. So we thought it would be very relevant and important to do an episode on this. Before we start, though, talking about happiness, Jess, what's something you've done this week that you're proud of? Hmm. I think I'd have to say um, the last few weeks, well, a few weeks ago, I was trying to figure out, um, and I'll kind of get into this in the episode, but um, a routine in the morning Mm -hmm. and you know, I've come up with a routine in the morning and I've kept up with it for three weeks now. So I'm really proud of myself for like doing that, getting yeah. up and doing everything that I said I would do. And I just feel better. That's amazing. Like I start my day feeling really good. And what's the rule of thumb? How long does it take to develop a habit? Is it 21 days or 30 days? I think it's, yeah, I think it's 21 days to develop a habit. And then like, 90 days to develop a lifestyle or something hey, like that. I don't know. You almost there. Yeah. I I think I'm, I think I'm, yeah. I'm That's there. amazing. <laughs> um, what are you proud of this week? Um, so I'm very proud of myself because as I've mentioned in so many episodes, um, One of my focuses this year is reparenting and um, something that you learn from um, a parent if you have um, uh, a parent that has these skills and can teach them to you is um, emotional regulation. Mm -hmm. And um, it's something that I've been working on. And I think I've, I've had a couple of instances this week where I could have led with anger or said something that I didn't necessarily mean, but instead I chose to take a step back, you know, figure out why I felt this, I felt a certain way or, or, you know, like get ahead of, you know, the, the triggers that mm-hmm. I have of like shame or not, not being reactive. good enough, right. Not being reactive. So I'm proud of myself for that. We should talk about this in an episode because when I talk about emotional regulation, sometimes I feel like people look at me and they think that I just spat. I'm like that person that just like spazzes out or mm-hmm. something. And I'm not like, I think most people who know me would say that I'm very rational and like very level-headed. You're winking at me right now. Like <laughs> stop it. <laughs> just, you liar. Um, tell them you're just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, good. Um, and so I don't want anyone to have the misconception that when I talk about working on, you know, emotional regulation, that 
it means that you don't need this. If like, you're not the type of person that just like spazzes out on people or screams at people, you could be considered a very rational person, but you could still lead from a place of anger, a place of shame or a place of sadness, or just be very reactive with your emotions and not necessarily, um, have a hold of them in terms of being able to witness those emotions without acting out on them. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. I've noticed, Thanks. I've noticed the difference. I appreciate that. Yeah. But stop winking. Like I'm telling the truth here. Hey, stop that. <laughs> well, no. I am proud of you as well for, um, putting your routine into practice because I know that, uh, on like those rainy San Francisco mornings or like at the end of the week, it's much easier to just sleep in. Yeah. Um, than to, you know, get up and, and do the things that you've been working on. So thanks. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and now on to happiness. So, and by the way, we're going to start doing some of this, um, you know, in our episodes, just to let you all know, like what we're working on without it having to be like its own topic. Yeah. Um, just so that you all know what's top of mind for us outside of, you know, whatever we're talking about for that episode. Yeah. So back to happiness for like the third time. Now I'm saying this. <laughs> so Justin, I saw this documentary and there was one piece that they shared in the documentary. The documentary is called happy. Mm -hmm. Um, they shared a couple of stats that were mind blowing to me. I'm going to assume that they were mind blowing to you. And, um, they talk about the three things that influence your happiness. They say that 50% of your happiness is influenced by genetics. So basically what they say is, um, if you've had a history, um, in your family of depression or, you know, other mental health um, issues that, that your parents or your grandparents may have um, battled, that impacts your happiness. And that sort of sets your baseline of where you start. And then 40% um, is impacted by in, or is influenced by intentional activity. So those are things that you choose to do, like volunteering, mm -hmm. exercising, you know, whatever it may be. And then 10% is influenced by your circumstances. So that's your income, your social status, where you live and your age. And this is all taking into, into consideration that these things are applicable after all your basic needs have been met. Yeah. I thought that was insane. Yeah. So I thought that was like 10% of it. To, yeah. Cause we always think like, Oh, when I make more money, mm -hmm. I'm going to live in a bigger house and that's going to make me happier. When I get more money, I'm going to be able to get a personal trainer and I'm going to work out and that's going to make me happier. And they actually show that there comes kind of like a point of diminishing return where you, you, you make, you make like more money, but after that, the more money that you make doesn't necessarily equal yeah. incremental happiness. I mean, you mentioned that it's a, it, it literally said after your basic needs are met that let's say you make a hundred grand and you live, you have your basic needs met. If you made 150 grand, you would not be happier. If you made 200 grand, you wouldn't be happier. Like that's, yeah. that's great. I thought that was like really interesting. And they like interviewed people from all around the world, like in different circumstances. Yeah. And they did this yeah. whole study and, and such, but um, I would recommend people to watch it to, to get their own opinion. Yeah. It's a fascinating um, documentary. So let's, Let's talk a little bit about happiness for both of us. So what does happiness mean to you? And I can start um, talking about that. So this for me is a working definition. Like I'm still in the process of reparenting 
figuring out like what I need for to, to continuously have that happiness and, um, build that happiness for myself. So if you, if we redo this episode in like six months, my definition may change or mm-hmm. it may be, um, a little bit different. So want to put that out there before I answer. Um, happiness to me is essentially freedom. Um, it is a freedom to live a life where I can authentically be myself. And that doesn't mean easy, but it means that I am surrounded by people where I am able to um, express myself. I'm able to express my boundaries. I'm able to set those boundaries. Um, I'm able to live with intention in terms of the activities that I choose to do. I'm able to have freedom and creativity in the work that I do and the work that I produce. I'm able to have freedom in my time in terms of how I structure my time and the things that I do with that time. And that I'm able to... um, nurture myself, um, however I see fit and however my needs change for those like given times. So that's, that's happiness for me. Like, and I think about like in my ideal world, in my ideal day, like if I could picture myself at the happiest, like what would that look like? And those are the the factors that Mm -hmm. are, are in that day. Yeah. I I can relate to a lot of the stuff you said. I think for me, uh, freedom is definitely one of them. And, you know, as I think about this question, I can't help but tie happiness to integrity, to like mm. my integrity. Um, and so I think that no matter what I'm doing, it, it's really tied to integrity, but like the intentional activities I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I love, I love working out. Yeah. Like I, it just, it makes me really happy and it brings me joy. Yeah. Um, and that's when I feel like, like my body and every, like everything is in good spirits yeah. for me. Um, when I'm hanging around, you know, people that, that provide that good energy where it's a, an even exchange, like, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, and just like con- being consistent with those things, like consistency with my intentional activities that are tied back to my integrity, like that, that yeah. is, it's like a whole formula for me. It's not just one thing Um, because I find that when I'm living with integrity and I'm like honoring who I am, I'm the happiest because I can say like, and I think that that's why I've I've been able to keep up with my routine that I've changed in the mornings, Mm -hmm. um, which I can dive into in the next question. But I think it's because it makes me happy to know that I'm doing what I said I was going to do. Yeah. And that ties back to my integrity and just honoring who I want to be, who I actually am and how I present myself to the world. Yeah. Um, I just want to um, shout out to all of the listeners that um, like when Jess says integrity and like doing the things that she says she's going to do, I have never met anyone else who if they tell you, I'm going to get this back to you today, like Jess could have a day from, from hell where she like something could go awry and like, she doesn't get home until whatever time, like she will take the time to, to do what she said she was going to do because she's like, I said, I was going to get back to this person today and I'm going to keep my word. And this is important to me. I appreciate that. 
I try very hard to live that way. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, I just, yeah, that's just that. And that brings me, that brings me happiness that you recognize that, right? Like, because that's important to me. That's not, yeah. that doesn't necessarily have to be important to other people. Um, but for me, it's like, I strive to honor the things that I say mm-hmm. slash do um, slash that I put out in the world. Yeah. Um, and so all of that combined, like I said, is kind of a formula to equal my happiness yeah. and my joy. Um, so really, really like the intentional activities just are like key for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, the way that we've been chatting and the way that we've been describing things is the things that like we do for our happiness. And I want to make it clear that happiness is, um, your job, like your, your happiness is, is you have to take accountability for your happiness. Like you can't, you can't, well, you, you can, but if you put that on other people, you will likely never be happy because of the fact that that's something that you are in charge of. It's your job to, you know, maintain your happiness, like do the things that make you happy, remove the things that don't make you happy in your life. That can't really be anyone else's job. So I want to talk a little bit about at what point in your life did you discover happiness and start taking responsibility for that happiness? Yeah, I think that, I think that we've all, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I think that I've always known happiness in some form, Mm -hmm. right? If you think about being a child Mm -hmm. and like having joy and like the things that would bring you joy, whether that's like, what? (laughs) I'm thinking about you talking about your, your chips ahoy cookies and the little bowl watching movies. (laughs) Well, that, that did bring me joy, but I'm just thinking about like being playing or being around your friends or whatever it was, playing video games, watching movies, like eating chips ahoy, you know, whatever it was. Um, and I don't know, for me, it's like, when I think about those things, a lot of those things that like brought me happiness was like the things I did on my own, right? Like it wasn't dependent on anyone else. Mm -hmm. Maybe my mom, if she didn't want to take me to the park or something, you know? Um, but I think for me that like over the last few years, as I've gone through my share of stuff, trauma, people I've met, people who are no longer in my life, um, the jobs I've been in or the things that, you know, like I've, I've noticed that I put so much happiness or so much status and value in external things instead of looking within. And, and the reason I realized that is that once those things were removed from my life, I felt empty. I felt like I had nothing. Mm. And this goes for like people, jobs, Mm -hmm. whatever, friendships. Um, And so I started like, you know, as I got, as you get older, you just start reflecting a little bit more. At least that's what I've, (laughs) I've been experiencing a lot of reflection. It's exhausting, but really awesome. Um, And as I've been reflecting, I've, I've noticed that like, I haven't been giving Jess much love, you know, like looking at all those things, like, 
yeah, sure. I guess I was happy, but like if everything else is removed if none of those things existed, would I really be happy mm. with just me? Yeah. And the answer was no, because I wasn't, I wasn't investing in the things that brought me happiness, like with it, like that did not require external things. Yeah. So what I mean by that is like, I've mentioned this in other episodes, but like, I love playing basketball and I would tell people this, right? Like basketball has been a huge part of my life since I was a little kid. And the last, I don't know, five years, mm -hmm. five to 10 years, like I would say this, but I wasn't playing ball regularly. Like yeah. I just wasn't, I just let, I was like busy, like trying to get promoted or trying to hang out with people or like trying to invest in this, like it, everything else needed to be a priority outside of like that intentional activity. Yeah. Because I'm like, Oh, that'll always be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so as I started reflecting on that and thinking like, fuck, like what actually brings me happiness that like I can control? Cause another part of it is like, I had to understand that I can't control a lot. Like yeah. life is just, life is just life. Like the universe takes it and, you have no control over what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but what I realize is that if I'm going to invest myself, the one thing I do have control over is like my morning routine. Mm. Like if my whole day is going to go to shit, like I have to give work eight to 10 hours a day mm -hmm. and I have to, you know, I have other commitments. We have Baxter now, like spending time with him, yeah. spending time here within our marriage. What am I going to give back to Jess that brings her joy? And so I said, okay, I could wake up earlier and have a morning routine. Like, I know that I can do that. And so I sat there and I thought, okay, what can I do? What can I do? And I came up with a, a routine that really works for me. Um, a side note from that is we talked about anxiety before. And I realized that um, a lot of my anxiety in the morning was driven by looking at my phone as soon as I woke up. And so what I did was part of my routine I'll share here is that I wake up every morning, you know, I walk Baxter, I feed Baxter, uh, I change to go work out. I go work out for like 45 minutes. I come back, I journal, I take a shower, I make breakfast, and then I look at my phone. And that just doing, I mean, those are a lot of things, but just not looking at my phone until that time has caused so much like less anxiety in my life. And I feel like with the journaling and with like getting all that energy out within working out, I start my day in such a different way Yeah, because of all those things. But also it, the, the center of this is that I'm doing something that brings me joy, several things that bring me joy. And like that's energy that you start your day with. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, sorry, I feel like I'm ranting here, but, um, you know, I talk about intentional activity and that, that is literally it. Like, I want to make sure that, like you mentioned, like happiness is within, like my happiness does not like, yes, like within our relationship, like you add to that, you are an extra part of that, yeah. my life. But if this didn't work out, I can't sit here and be like, I'm going to be unhappy for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. My happiness is, is within me. I have yeah. to be happy with me. And if I don't invest in me, we say it all the time. Like we, I can only give you 
as much as I can give myself. Yep. So then if I'm happy with me, I show up better here. Yep. I show up better at work. I show up better with my friends. I show up better everywhere. And so it's, it's important to just like really sit there and think about what brings you happiness? What does that mean to you? Because it's a hard question. I've had this conversation with several friends and like, it's like, what does that mean? And you go back and forth and you're just like, okay. And, and it's been a process. I'm sure like in a few months, it'll change for me. Yeah. Like you said. Um, but I found that like reflecting on it and just really thinking about like, what does this actually mean has caused me to come up with this morning routine that quite frankly is one of the best parts of my days. Um, my day because I get to start the day in such a better mood. Mm-hmm. It, you just notice, I just notice such a different energy with me. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say that would be my long winded answer of like, you know, how I started taking responsibility for it. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say to answer the first part um, is, I think that similar to you, like I, I've experienced happiness in, you know, throughout my life. Um, but I think that as I got older and more anxious, um, I think that I rob myself of moments of happiness Yeah, because I, um, I was constantly worried about, you know, the future, like a promotion or I accomplished this. What am I going to do next? And Mm -hmm. I think I was constantly worried about perfection and being the best. And it got to, it got to a point, um, recently where I, I felt like, like, you know, at the airport, those, um, conveyor belts that you stand on, they don't go up or down. They just go Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Like, like I feel like that's that's life that conveyor belt and I just got on it and it was just taking me in the direction that it wanted and I wasn't taking any sort of agency mm-hmm. um in my own happiness. I felt like life was getting ahead of me mm-hmm. in a way and so it 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 started to like weigh really heavy on me and then I've it's been time to kind of recollect and and like take more ownership and accountability of that, mm-hmm. right? Where um, really taking inventory of moments where like I'm having a lot of room for happiness, but I'm not allowing myself to experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, moments where um, I need help because, you know, I, I feel like I can't like, I'm feeling stuck and creating the happiness for myself and being able to ask for help mm-hmm. in that. So just taking inventory of that. And I think in my taking agency for and responsibility for my happiness, I, I, um, for me, I think a big thing has been reparenting and like doing being kind of an advocate for myself mm-hmm. and being a parent to myself. So like, what are things that a parent would do, um, would do for you? Like a parent would, um, help you, you know, 
with some emotional regulation, but they'd also provide you with some structure, right? So as an adult, you could sit here and eat a whole bag of chips if you want. But then for me, like I'd feel bad because I would feel sick and I would Mm -hmm. feel gross. And like that doesn't really, you know, feel great for my body versus a parent might be like, okay, well you can have, you know, a small bowl of chips, you know, after you've had your green smoothie or after you've, you know, Mm -hmm. had your greens for the day and doing that for myself, creating that structure and that regulation for myself is helpful in having that happiness because I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my body. I'm taking care of like my emotions and then I'm able to show up better to the world. Yeah. So mine isn't necessarily, like my ways aren't necessarily um, like a framework, but mine is more of like a fluid process that I'm following in the sense of um, doing the things that a parent would do for me. I'm doing that for myself. I'm kind of teaching myself that. And I'm a very structured person and very disciplined when it's come to my work. But when it's come to myself, I don't think I've been that way. And so I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm getting into the habit of doing that in several aspects of my life. Like today, uh, Jess and I went to Walgreens to pick up a couple of things. I wanted to buy myself some jelly beans, some like gummy bears, (laughs) some like, I love candy. And I told myself like, you had candy. You had a lot of candy already this week. That's enough. (laughs) You know, like that, that's enough. Your stomach didn't feel good. So perhaps it's time for you to like, you know, maybe focus on, on eating other foods that are sweet that where you can get your like pineapple or something where you can Mm -hmm. get that, that, that sweet tooth, like kind of taken care of and, and not necessarily have like a huge stomach ache after. So things like that are, the ways that I'm taking um, responsibility for that, um, as well as going to therapy on a regular basis and making sure that I'm working with my therapist and talking to my therapist about the things that are um, top of mind for me. But I think the, I would say the last piece is expressing myself. Um, And this is very recent that I started doing that. Um, And I'm not going to say that I'm perfect at it, but I think that, um, when you walk around holding emotion that you haven't um, expressed, it's still there. It didn't leave. It's still there. And that impacts your happiness and that lives um, in your body and that Mm -hmm. stays in your body. And I'm, I've been working hard to express myself so that I can create space for that happiness because Brene Brown says, and I strongly believe this, that if you suppress anger and you suppress um, sadness, you can't just suppress those things and leave all the other stuff there. When you suppress that, those things, you also suppress the joy, Mm -hmm. the happiness. And so in order for myself to have that space to feel um, happiness and to create that happiness, I need to kind of clear out my garage of emotions, mm-hmm. right? Which, which includes the anger, which might include sadness. So that's my long-winded answer. You almost went a full episode without you mentioning Brene Brown. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just think it's cute. <laughs> I mean, Brene Brown has changed my life, so. Has she come out with any other content like new content yeah i feel like i haven't seen anything i'm not sure i'm still on shame so 
<laughs> that's from her 1999 release. So that's right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think this can be a very complex topic and I don't think that it's a one size fits all for people. And I myself get annoyed when I listen to others talk about, you know, I'm so happy and like, you know, this is what I do and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great, but how do I get to that? Like, how do I figure that out for myself? So I would love to take some time to talk about um, advice that we would give to those who are trying to figure out what happiness means to them and, and what makes them happy. Um, and I'll, I'll start. And I, I would say that my, my biggest piece of advice is to visualize and take, and take notes of like, what would, you can do two things. One is when you've been incredibly happy, what happened? Like, well, what did that day look like for you? What did you do? What were the moments where you felt happy? Like what caused that happiness? Mm -hmm. So I would write that down. And then you can also um, visualize in the sense of in my ideal world where I would be incredibly happy, what would that day look like? How would I, how would I structure that day? And just like think about that, but also maybe write it down and then look at it and don't pay attention as much to like the, um, I'm at a loss for words to the tangible stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, pay more attention to like, um, the surroundings, the activities, the people that you may write about, the things that you're doing, like list, like read, read into that, like, like listen to that and, um, explore that explore those things. So I'll, I'll give like a, a more concrete example of that, but you know, some of the things that I have written down in terms of like, you know, what my, my super happy day would look like is like, I wake up, I feel rested. I drink a green smoothie. I work out. It's a sunny day. I take Baxter out for a walk and like by the water. And then I come back, I, you know, and you know, there's a green smoothie in there. There's like some, you know, there's a, there's a couple of, you know, tangible things, material things in there. But what I mostly look at is, okay, what I'm doing there is I'm having freedom with my time. So freedom is important to me. What I'm doing there is I'm nourishing my body properly and I'm, I'm getting exercise. So those things are important to me. Like that brings me happiness. What I'm doing there is I'm spending time outside in nature. So that's important to me. So from there I'm testing, okay, freedom with my time, um, you know, helps me uh, build that happiness. Time in nature helps me build that happiness. Like nourishing my body helps me build that happiness. That's sort of the stuff that I take away from that. So it takes a little bit of work. Um, but I would say just start thinking about that, write it down and then practice a couple of things. So if like exercise comes up or journaling, if it just talking about journaling comes up, just try that. Try going like, you know, on, on a streak of, you know, doing exercises and, and journaling and doing exercises doesn't mean that you go to the gym for 45 minutes. It could be that some days you go to the gym for 45 minutes, other days you, you know, you get up and you walk for 10 minutes or you, 
do some yoga for, for 15 minutes, like whatever you can do, Mm -hmm. um, within that exercise, uh, realm is what I would recommend. The point is for it to contribute to your happiness, not for it to be a chore. Yeah. It's key. What would you say? What advice would you give? I would say start trying a bunch of shit. Like put yourself like put yourself out there and just try different things. Um I we both just recently bought this small little journal mm-hmm. that um basically the purpose of it is to track your days. And they ask like really good questions. So it's everything from like your water intake to how many hours of sleep did you get? How do you feel after getting those hours of sleep? Mm-hmm. Like what activities did you do? Like very like intentional questions. And I, and I purposely use it for like my water intake and like I'm tracking like my workouts and things like that. Um, but I have been journaling in there, like the types of foods I've been eating and how I felt after the end of the day. And so what I would say, what I would challenge people um, is to take a week and for that week, every day, do something different that you think will bring you joy. Like whether that's going to play basketball, um, going to try out like this, the new coffee shop in town, uh, to go on a walk. Like maybe you wanted to go check out like a new park that, you know, I don't know anything that you can do kind of on your own that Mm -hmm. doesn't require other people, um, where you can take your time, whether you're going to go there for five seconds or not. And then write about it. Like write how you take a a notebook and for each day, write how you felt about that activity and what came up for you. And I think that for me, I think in a week of just trying new things, I think you'll be able to find, get a better understanding of what brings you some sort of happiness. And I I would say joy, what brings you joy. And then, you know, you can, you can add another week to that. And I think that's when you'll start building your toolkit there of like what actually brings you happiness. Um, and again, they don't have to be big things. They can be very small things, but I think that there's something to say about being able to write it down and reflect back on it. And if it's not something you write down, maybe it's something you remember, yeah. but I felt that I, I feel that like for me and like writing things down, like having that notebook, I can reflect back to last week to see how did I feel about eating the foods I did, I I ate, or how did I feel about like the activities I did? Like it literally makes you fill out like a little bubble from like low to high and like what your body felt. And I think that for me, that that's what, that's what would help me. I kind of, I kind of did that when we moved here because I had a little bit of time before I started working and I am so blessed to have had that opportunity because I feel like it really, prompted that question for me. Like I had to start over. I didn't have anyone here. Like I couldn't lean on anything. I literally had to learn the city, build community, do all these things. So I had to start from scratch. Like Steph was at work and I'm just like, okay, what am I going to do today? Like, I'm not just going to sit on my ass because I'm going to get bored after a while. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to ride. I'm going to sign up for Ford Go Bike and I'm going to ride around to different coffee shops because I wanted to try, like I was a big into tea. I'm big into tea. So I would go to a coffee shop and I'd sit there, I'd do some work. And I'd really, I really love like 
checking that out. I'd be outside, let the sun hit me, you know? So I was trying all these, I'd sign up for a basketball league. Like I did, remember that? Yeah. I signed up for all this shit. Like I was going to events, I was meeting people. And, and through that is how I kind of learned what brought me that joy. Um, along with everything I said before, but like, I think that was like the, the big, like the Kickstarter for me to really dive into that and experience it like real time and be like, okay, I felt really good riding bike. You know, even we were out the other day. I was like, man, I miss getting on a bike. Yeah. Um, and so that, I think that that would be my recommendation, um, to kind of learn if you don't know what makes you happy, like to start from that place. And if you do know, I would say just try to infuse that into your life in any way you can. Like I know we're all busy. Like we all are all either working or, you know, our parents or supporting families or whatever the case is, just try. Like there's, there, there definitely has to be 30 minutes in the whole day that you can just devote to yourself for something. Yeah. And a couple of things. Um, if you don't want to spend the money on, you know, one of these wellness trackers or you just don't have the funds, um, there are frameworks that exist online. If you have access to a printer where you can print stuff for free, you can the print library. those out the library, or you can, um, if you, if you have like sheets of paper or like a, just a regular notebook, you can just like write out, write out your own stuff every day. Like how much water did I drink today? And you can draw mm-hmm. your own circles and like mm-hmm. give yourself a, a little bit of a framework in terms of what you want to talk about, uh, write about every day. And you can do that. And then, um, recognizing that we spend a lot of time at work. Something that I'm doing now is I'm, I'm looking at in, you know, in my job and, you know, in my days, like what's something that I did that day or that I've done in my, you know, in that current role that I have that I felt good about, or that I felt like aligned with what brings me happiness because then you can create space to do more of that, or you can set boundaries to do less of the other stuff that doesn't bring you happiness. Or if you're at the point where you're exploring a new career or a new job, Mm -hmm. then it also helps you to understand what to look for in a new role in terms of like, this is the stuff that like I enjoy yeah. doing any jobs can have stuff that you don't enjoy do that you don't like. But if a majority of it is stuff that you do like that has a tremendous impact on your happiness as well. Yeah. And I think, um, another tip would be if people are open to it, like ask people what makes them happy. Yeah. They might get uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but if people are willing to share that, like I said, like I, a couple of friends, um, me and a couple of friends were talking about this a few weeks ago and it, it was just like a really, it was a thought starter. And like, we were all kind of talking and it was kind of stumped some people. Um, yeah. but sometimes you'll get things that you're like, Hmm, maybe I'll try that. Like, that sounds like something fun or that might bring me joy. And, and, yeah. and that might help, you know, taking, taking a little bit of that. Um, if they're willing to share. Yeah. And you know, Jess and I have talked about like things, you know, with being active and journaling, but, you know, something that could bring you happiness is to, you know, have a day where, or have like an hour, 30 minutes or whatever it may be, where you can like sit on your couch with a cozy blanket and like 
watch a movie because you're you're a movie buff or to like you know watch a new show or find a new show like make space for that too like that if that's stuff that brings you happiness it doesn't have to be like doing 20 sit-ups or whatever it may be right. it could be that other stuff as well it could be you know you know yeah that sort of stuff so just think about everything in in your life and and the stuff that makes you feel really good and the stuff that really does contribute to your happiness and try and do more of that yeah make time for it man like i think i spent a lot of my life recent life just not making time for that stuff um and i just feel so much better now that i do like it's a priority like i'm a priority yeah you are <laughs> yeah any last words for this episode no that's it just challenge everyone to find their happiness or at least ask themselves the question what that actually means to you yeah um and if 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 you want to get the conversation started with you know your loved ones or if you even want to drop us a, a direct message on instagram like to, to talk about it um we'd be open to that too yeah thanks for listening thanks everyone until next time bye peace